You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, mamas, Krista Rialba here, and I'm back. It's been a little while since the last episode with Alexis, which, oh my God, you guys, I know you loved it. I got so many DMs about it. Um, So if you haven't checked that out, definitely go back and listen. But I've been a little busy bringing something to life for you guys, and it's a new program. It's a free program. It's called Beautiful Mind, and it's 21 days of mental self-care. And I've aligned all of my podcast interviews with this topic of taking care of your mind, of helping you feel more joyful, more present, helping you clear and heal. And it's available to you right now. You can sign up at kristarialba.com. It's a free program, daily prompts in your inbox, as well as a program guide. And I've lined up tons of interviews on this topic of mental wellness. So up next right now is Dr. Celeste Hamilton, who is a meditation coach, okay? She also is a doctor and has so, she has many years, I think nearly a decade plus of research on all things. And she's such a researcher and is just so, such an advocate for health, for wellness, for feeling good. And her and I connected years ago um, with our mutual love of USANA products. We both take them and, um, and she's doing some really powerful things in for women, for men, in helping people to create and to also take their meditation practice to the next level. So I'm so excited for you guys to get to know this amazing mom and uh, possibly, hopefully, to explore meditation for yourself. So let's get to it. Okay, here we go. Welcome, Celeste. So happy to have you here. So this is the the beginning of um, a collection of interviews and conversations that I'm bringing to life, all, you know, to to really to amplify this program, Beautiful Mind. And you were top of the list because you are living this, you're breathing this, you're teaching this as a meditation coach. But you are Dr. Celeste Hamilton and have years and years of experience that I would love for you to talk a little bit more about because you have done so much research in the physical body and now you're moving to the mindset. So you're also a mom. Would you tell everyone a little bit more about you? Absolutely. So hello everyone. It's great to be here and to support such an amazing program. And uh, yeah, for me, I have been kind of tapped into the health and wellness space my whole life. Um, And yeah, most recently I've shifted more to mindset and meditation work because that's been very transformative in my own life. And so um, what I do now is um, empower people through mindset and meditation practices. That's the uh, kind of mission of my own wellness business currently. And, but prior to that, I was, um, you know, I am traditionally trained as a scientist. So I spent uh, seven years as a research scientist working in uh, academic healthcare, running uh, clinical trials and uh, kind of writing papers and and doing all that while I I did my graduate work. And uh, then uh, I, 
worked another eight years or so in the biotechnology industry in medical affairs, which is, uh, for those of you who are less familiar, basically um, translational work, which is, you know, formulating the strategy of how we bring, you know, biotech products um, to physicians, um, you know, specialists, family physicians, the physicians who use the products. It's helping them understand what the products do, how they fit within their current practice and landscape, and sort of just, uh, yeah, it's translational work. So that that's the the me up until a few months ago when I decided, um, you know, I'm going to do my own thing and focus exclusively on the tools that have really empowered me, um, not only in my prior life, but but still empower me currently. That's incredible. So you're, this is a new chapter for you and, and you're really going all in. Why is, is meditation and this mental wellness shift so important for you? And why, like, why do you think, why do you think now and why do you think people need to start prioritizing it? Well, I think, you know, I've seen what these types of things can do for my own life. So specifically um, different mindset practices and uh, meditation. I've been practicing daily for over five years and I've, I just literally like a few months ago, like a light bulb went on, on in my head and it was like, this is literally the foundational tool that has helped me just transform. It's helped me come from where I was five years ago to where I am now. And I've just seen the, the changes it's enabled me to make in terms of just understanding who I am, what I believe, what I desire, where I want to go in life and actually help me walk that out. And I, I think just as a general um, thought with respect to everything that we're all, um, you know, faced with right now in the world from many angles, uh, you know, meditation has really been there as a coping strategy as well. So I like to think of it as something that enables change and also is very supportive to help you with, you know, challenges um, or cope with things that are difficult in your life. Do you feel that it makes you like mentally stronger? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think that looks like? Like, I think like right, right now, I mean, just in, again, in regular life, um, people are, can be generally reactive. How, how is like prioritizing your mental wellness through meditation? Is that helping creating some space? Like, is that, is this the same conversation as emotional intelligence? That's a great question. Um, yeah, I would, I would argue that yes, it's all along the same um, kind of continuum. You know, strengthen your mind, strengthen your body, strengthen your life. Uh, so I would say um, it is, it's something that helps you with resilience um, and the way that it does that. So meditation traditionally is something that expands self-awareness. And so we all kind of, you know, throw that term around and I think have a general understanding of what it is. Um, but you know, it's basically like our ability to understand our beliefs, our feelings, our desires, and to know what we want. So I like to think of it, you know, the more you can expand your self-awareness, the more clarity you can bring to your life and specifically, you know, like, what do I want? Half the battle or half of, half of the, um, kind of struggle with like not being able to cope or um, feeling challenged or, or struggling is 
just being unclear. So what meditation I find does for myself is it really brings, because it works on expanding your awareness, it helps with just focus, with clarity, with, um, and like you said, with respect to the um, reactiveness to things, um, it, it definitely allows you to kind of um, be more in a place of being able to respond versus react. And I would say it's not only through the expanded kind of self-awareness or clarity piece, but meditation also works on your body physically to activate um, your parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest or relaxation response. Mm -hmm. So when we're kind of stressed and anxious or, you know, in a place of change, when we feel uncomfortable, what happens is our body turns on our sympathetic nervous response, which is like fight or flight. And we're kind of in this heightened like survival mode, which isn't where we want to be acting from the majority of the time. So it's like when you sit down and meditate, you're able to turn on, you know, turn off that switch and turn on the parasympathetic nervous response instead. And that what that does is allow your body to kind of rest and rejuvenate. It allows those kind of layers of stress to kind of process and peel away. So it's like this mix of, you know, forming immense clarity about who you are, what you want, what you desire, and then also having this added benefit of allowing your body to rest and rejuvenate. And when you put those two things together, they're very powerful because it's like you now have the clarity and you now have the energy and motivation to kind of do whatever it is you, you want to do. So, Absolutely. Now, I would say that most, not all, but a majority of women listening are moms. Um, and we, we talk a lot in our community about, um, about, about self-care in general, right? And the importance, uh, uh, importance is not even a strong enough word. It's, it's really crucial to, like they say in the airplane, put on your oxygen mask first, right? Um, and and I, I really, the, the reason also that I'm bringing this to life is because I agree with you. I believe it is the foundation. I believe it is the foundation. I believe self-care, which really encompasses like loving and respecting yourself and prioritizing yourself, that has to be the foundation because even though we know to drink our water and to take our vitamins and to move our body and to do all these things, they become shoulds um, if we don't first make that, that space that, that we, we have the actual, the, the capacity and I think that's a big word right now is capacity, right? The capacity to say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to prioritize this, right? I'm going to take a moment right now to breathe. And uh, I think all moms, probably everyone listening, but I want to talk specifically to the moms with young children who might remember this. It, it's like, I can recall times that, you know, I think you know about, about this, but with, with Curtis, who's now 10, I had a really hard time with postpartum depression. And it was like, just pure, sheer, crazy anxiety. And I remember just being so tight in my brain for lack of a scientific term. It's just, there was no room. There's just no room, right? So I remember one time, and I can give probably many examples, but one time being at the grocery store and like, just everything I was doing just seemed like a lot of like mental energy. And I was, you know, had him in the cart and I, I can't even recall exactly what a woman said to me but it seemed like a full-blown attack, 
<laughs> and I don't even know what it was, but my response was definitely not appropriate to whatever she said. But I think it was like there was no, um, within the postpartum, so, so this is more, I mean, we're talking about mental wellness and, and I hope that the majority of women listening they're able to take these tools and in a and they feel relatively healthy right now and in, in terms of their mental health but there also might be women listening who are struggling hard through through depression through anxiety through you know obsessive thinking all kinds of things like that so the thing is that i want to speak directly to to you right now to the women who are really maybe in it and let's like take a moment to like honor them because oh my god when you're in it it's just so much it's like for them specifically, it's going to be harder to love themselves enough to mm -hmm. apply what we're talking about. And, and I think to everyone who doesn't need this right now, it's really important that you learn it, right? So that when you do need it, you're, you're like, you can pull from a really full toolbox and then hopefully you're using it daily so you don't get to a point where you need it. But to the women who are in that darkness right now, what can we say to pull them out to do the work? And then we should probably get into what work you're doing right now and how that, what that looks like. Yeah, no, I, I am of the same line of thinking of, as you, which is not surprising <laughs> since we're connected like that. But um, when I say that, what I mean is, I absolutely believe and had to learn this. So this isn't something that was, you know, just always a thing for me, but I had to learn that I needed to prioritize myself and that I needed to be number one on my priority list. Like there's always going to be things that are pulling you for, for your time and attention. And until you really make that mindset shift to say, and to, allow yourself to, like to value yourself to value your own time and attention and really prioritize it you will not be able to make change and, and it's a really about just making that you know recognition within yourself and honoring that you know your time is your most valuable asset for anyone whether you're in a demanding job or you're like a mom and especially right now where we're restricted in so many ways in terms of how we can kind of, you know, what things we can do to help ourselves feel better. So I would just say like, for me in my own life, which at, you know, many points felt very overwhelming or very chaotic. And right now I would say the sentiment is blended. It's like work, children, life, fun. Like it's all in one big, like melting pot. <laughs> and that can be just like, really like, because you want to kind of, I'm just like someone that like, I want my stuff segmented. And I feel like before the pandemic, it's like there were very clear boundaries between things like, you know, childcare was here, my job was here, my time for this was here. And then it became blended and that became even more, you know, kind of challenging. So if it's, if it's those kinds of feelings or if it's anxiousness or if it's just like a lot in your head, yeah, I think that mindset and meditation are really the tools that will help um, lift you up from those places and just um, give you the clarity and help you make the change. Like they're just such powerful tools. Yeah. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but when I was, um, 
really, I felt broken. I'm going to call, I'm going to say I was broken. (laughs) I was looking for something to fix. Like I was looking for a quick fix. Like I was looking for, I hired everyone and anyone in terms of mindset, hypnotherapy, healers, you name them. I looked at every modality that I could possibly get my hands on. But the biggest shift came when, and I remember exactly where I was standing, it was like, holy, insert swear word of choice. I was like, I have like the I have the power. I was giving it to okay, maybe EFT will fix me. Maybe hypnotherapy will fix me. Maybe my priest will fix me. Maybe this healer will fix me. When in fact, these are all incredible tools, like the like the tool that you're about to share, hopefully with your meditation. Um, but one thing doesn't hold the power, right? You have the power. You have the power to heal and feel good and to choose to, to clear and that knowing that you're worthy. And then when you show up for Reiki, it's like this amazing practitioner is going to give you her gift that you receive and you like, but it's not like a quick fix, a one size fits all plan. It's really a journey. Yeah. No, I agree. And also, um, in terms of what you're saying, like having the power to heal from within, I absolutely believe that too. I'm like, we, we have everything we, you know, we have the power within us to change the way we experience the world. Mm -hmm. The issue that a lot of us have is that we don't have the strategies to tap into that innate wisdom that's already there. It's like, you know, it's like when we struggle with making like simple decisions, it's like, you know, yourself, you know, what's best for you. Like you actually know the answer. It's just being able to reach in there deep enough to just really trust yourself and know. So I think, um, you know, strategy, different mindset strategies and meditation are tools that can actually just help you access what's already there. So, um, I love that. So meditation is a huge category. It can look many, many different ways. So what is, what has meditation looked like for you? And then how have you, like, what does it look like right now? So for me, um, so I've been meditating for five years daily for, uh, 20 minutes a day. And more recently I have, um, so for the last few months, um, I've been meditating for 40. So two times 20 minute sessions. And um, it's a traditional uh, closed eye meditation that I do. And it is um, the technique that I practice is called the one giant mind being technique. And what what being really means is just um, it's a technique that helps bring us into present moment awareness, um, which is essentially just a state where we are fully present and we're beyond our thoughts. So it's like if you just think of yourself minus your thoughts. That's you in the present. That's you in a state of being. That's when we're most, you know, kind of um, in a place where we're not fearful of the future. We're not thinking about the past or having regrets. We're like fully in the now. And that's where we can kind of bring our best self or act from a place of just um, more openness and uh, love is when we're really just in the here and now. So it's a practice to basically strengthen your ability to tap into the here and now. And when you sit down and practice that with your eyes closed on a regular basis, there's um, obviously the mental and physical benefits that we 
um, talked about earlier, but the whole idea, and I, I love what you said about quick fix. Cause that one too, like I was always that person that wanted that quick fix. Like my life was like, I was like running on a, a treadmill constantly for years. And it is just like, there isn't a quick fix. Like things like meditation are a practice. And one of the things that helped me kind of overcome um, this kind of quick fix syndrome was that um, just understanding that like, you don't need to be, um, to meditate, like you don't need to sit down and be perfect at it. Like there is no such thing as a bad meditation. At least I like to say that there's like meditations that are gratifying and meditations that are ungratifying. Like if there are any of you who are kind of really in a heightened place of stress, um, or struggle for whatever the reason, if it's, you know, post postpartum like Krista, or if it's just like kind of, um, parenting in this pandemic or, you know, a very stressful job or something, um, you know, there's different examples, but, um, you know, it's meditation is really something that is a practice and it's a place for processing. So when you sit down, if you can just kind of think of it instead of like, I need to arrive and be doing this thing that makes me feel blissful instead, just be like, I just need to show up and sit down and practice and allow my body to process whatever, and my body will do whatever it needs to do. I might cry, I might be agitated, I might have a steady stream of thoughts in my head, like there's all this stuff that might come up, but because I'm processing it, I'll feel better later kind of thing. So it's like not about what we do with our eyes closed, it's about how that then transforms our um, life when our eyes are open. Okay, so it's it's kind of like building a muscle, like working out, like I just started, sure during the pandemic and it was sloppy slow uh, not enjoyable <laughs> at all all those things until it got into but I was like I had the mindset of I don't care what it looks like I don't care how long it is I don't care how fast it is I don't care I'm just gonna do it because I know it's good for me and and then I, I think the pleasure is gonna come later the enjoyment's going to come later and I think because I mean, it was managing my expectations. Um, I wasn't looking to like run 5k in a week. Like it was just, it was the whole idea of the compound effect and just like, just be more, more committed to the process than to the destination. Is mm -hmm. that right? And, but it's like, so I mean, you're, you've always been very physically fit and into fitness. This is just a different muscle. Absolutely. I always say that too, is, is just like, it's like exercising. If you want to kind of keep it in shape, it's, you know, you can think of meditation as brain training, essentially. It's like, you're training your mind to, you know, turn on a, a certain nervous system response and to expand your self-awareness. And one thing I think you highlighted really well, Krista, was just like, you know, managing your expectations and allowing it to be a process um, when you sit down and do mindset or meditation practices. And also just like um, what I've recognized for myself too is just showing up for yourself and sticking to your commitment that you made, the promises that you um, <laughs> make for yourself feels so good. Like I can't tell you, like that's another kind of life lesson I, I would say. I learned on this journey of mindset and meditation was just like, oh my God, if I actually keep 
the promises that I make, you know, to myself, if I actually say I'm going to do something for myself and then actually show up and do that, I feel so freaking empowered. I feel so good. And it's like my time for me and I'm not letting myself down because it's, it's so much easier for us to just show up for other people and give to other people instead of prioritizing that for ourselves. And that's, that's really where you'll see a shift is if you start to keep those promises to yourself and just manage your expectations in terms of, you know, allowing it to take some time instead of just being like, you know, or, you know, also managing just like, it doesn't have to be good or bad. It's just, just be like, just show up. Be, just be amazing. Okay. So let's talk about some actionables for everyone. It's all about, you know, applying, applying what we're talking about. So if they want to get started with meditation, um, specifically with the, the style that you're referring to, where do they start and how, what would you recommend? Yeah. So I would say, um, depending on what you're looking for or your goals are. So if you're someone that, you know, is, you know, you have budget constraints and you just want some, like you're very kind of intrinsically motivated and self motivated, there is a free app that you can download and leverage. And that's actually how I learned myself. And, and I used that for um, many years before I actually studied the technique and was trained as, a, as an instructor. Um, but it's called the One Giant Mind um, app. And that is available for anyone to um, learn. It's got some just guidance on, on you know, how you can kind of um, understand and learn that. So that's one option. And then if you're, if you just you know, are someone that knows you might need a little more support or aren't as like, you know, intrinsically motivated or want to just have a more thorough understanding of like what is happening when I'm meditating or I'm having X experience and I want to know what that means or am I doing it right? So if you're someone that just wants, you know, like a community to learn in or a little more accountability or more, um, you know, personalized kind of guidance. Um, then I also teach a three-day um, meditation course um, to, for this specific technique. And uh, I teach group sessions as well as private sessions. So um, I can share the link with you, Krista, or yes, you guys can uh, find me on social and feel free to just message me. I'm, I'm happy to kind of direct you in all directions, depending on where you're at. Awesome. Yeah. And all um, Dr. Celeste's um, information will be in the show notes too. I think this is a really incredible. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I mean, I've my meditation is kind of um, all over the place. Here, a little bit this, a little bit this, a little bit this. But I think I'm ready for more of a simple um, practice. I'm, I'm ready to kind of just just kind of take away all the bells and whistles, if you will, and just really get down to something that can be duplicatable daily, simple. Um, also. To teach, um, to teach my family too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Important. <laughs> Important to share these things with the, our loved ones too. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I have to circle back to something that we said when we weren't recording. Um, I really believe that the, the common um, way of being, a, like, being a human right now, I think it, even without the circumstances that we have right now, there's, there is generally, if we took a poll, I would say there was generally an underlying sense of, of um, just busyness, of, of anxiety, of, of just, just stuff going on that is pulling us away from the present. 
So it's, it, to me, I think it's the idea of, uh, you know, you're in a blissful moment. Maybe you're seeing your kids playing on the grass and then you're like, oh, but I got to worry. Like, <laughs> it's like this little robber that comes in and it's like, I'm going to steal the joy from this oh. moment. <laughs> but the only way for us to get better and stronger is just like you said, is to work that muscle. But you related it to becoming more of like a normal practice. And what was the analogy that you shared? Yeah, so actually it's something I learned during my, my teacher training and I, I love to share this analogy um, with everyone that you know I come across as well because I think it's so just powerful and relatable. But um, you know, when we're thinking about our mental health, we can think back to a time when we didn't kind of appreciate the link between oral health and our total health. So, you know, we are so used to just brushing our teeth, you know, two plus times a day because it feels good. It helps keep our mouth clean. And like probably, you know, some of us not may not even appreciate that there is like a very um, scientifically strong link between our oral health and our total health. But one day I truly believe that, you know, meditation and mindset will become like brushing our teeth. It'll be something that we recognize that if we do that consistently every day, um, we will strengthen our mental health, um, you know, which of course strengthens our overall health as well. So it's something that I think is at this era that we're in is there's a big shift towards, you know, the importance of mental health and how that can help us kind of just support our total health as well. Absolutely. Now, are there any other quick tools, like just like kind of like a basis of like a checklist for all the um, people listening that found like health foundational pieces to make sure that they have in order to further support their mental health and well-being? Um, obviously I have my list that I've shared, but you know, because I, my, actually my, my energy healer, she shared it best. She said, the reason why my work like works so well on you and it, it's so effective, not just for like a quick fix, but really for like, it, it's, it's lasting is because yep. you have that strong physical health foundation. So with, with you, all of your experience and research and health and you know how cells work and all of that, like what, if he, what do we need to do to invest in our physical health in order to, to, for the connection to happen? Because if we're eating yeah. sugar every day, it's probably not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, it's, it's simple for me as well, but I, I strongly believe that too. Like there's foundational elements that you just need to support yourself at a basic level and able to function. Like you can't, there's, you know, um, there's work we have to do on our physical body and our mental body to be completely aligned and balanced. And, you know, if you're, I always like to say too, like there's no amount of kale that will fix your problem if you're not working on like the other things too. So it's like as great as kale is for your physical, it's not going to fix your, uh, you know, mental wealth. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. I think for me, like my list is, um, sleep for sure. That was for me when I became a parent, I was like, what the, okay. Um, I really need to sleep. <laughs> so sleep for me is like, I sleep seven or eight hours, non-negotiable. I'm somebody that has, um, like I'm very energetic. So I like to move my body daily. 
So I exercise every morning and I do my meditation every morning as well. And, uh, you know, eat, I support myself with healthy food choices and um, supplements uh, like USANA. And I would just say like another kind of more mindset-y thing is just I, or thing that really helped me um, be more consistent at all these things is just by creating a morning routine. Um, I've always been a morning uh, person. So like it made sense for me to do that. But what I was, what I really recognize um, is the most powerful part about it is that it's actually dedicated time that I give to myself before I start giving myself to others. Mm -hmm. So before I, you know, my son wakes up and I, it's like all on him getting ready or before I'm working or all of that. Like I've have my designated time when I am, you know, doing my exercise, doing my meditation, eating, just getting like grounding myself for the day. So, you know, I don't, you will know when, you know, when doing these things is best for you, because we all have different schedules and things that work better for us. But I would just say, like, if you can think about how to give yourself some time and attention before giving to others, it, that can be really powerful in terms of just supporting your overall health. It's, it's everything. And I, I truly believe it's also, again, to all the mamas, it's, it's the best gift we can give our children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. A, a present mom, a present mom who is not bogged down by all this distraction when, when, you know, the little kiddos like, mom, watch me do this, whatever, you know, we're like, we're in it, you know, and it's, it's such a gift. I think it was Lisa Canning, one of our guests who, um, how many kids does Lisa have? Oh gosh. Seven. I think she has seven kids. Um, but she, she, she were, I'm, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase here, but she said, who is the most important person to your child? And like, who is the most important person in their life? And I was like, they love daddy, but that's <laughs> probably me. Right? And it's like, let, let's say, let's say it's both of us, but regardless, would you not want to take care of the person who's most important to your child? I was like, of course, right? So it's like kind of if, like to all the mamas out there, like that is your permission. You have a full pass that you can carve out those 15, 20, 30 minutes for yourself. It is the best thing you can do for yourself and for your children. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Celeste, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? I think this is just so full of amazing information and, and empowerment to get ourselves meditating and like the, the reason and the benefits and the science, there's so much there. Yeah, no, I, I think we have, you know, crossed a lot of topics and things for people to think about. And it was a pleasure being here and to, to share with you all. And uh, um, yeah, I just would, would close by saying like, yeah, you have the power and it's freaking empowering to just know that everything you need is with inside yourself. So yes, full everything you need, you've got this, you're enough. And yes, you can start today, you know, amazing. Thank you so much, Celeste. I really, really, really appreciate you. And um, you. we'll talk soon. I'm sure. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode dedicated to creating a beautiful mind to helping you feel clear 
so that you can be present and more powerful and just enjoy life more. So if you have yet to sign up for the Beautiful Mind program, go and do that right now. It's over at kristarealba.com. You'll see it. You'll be prompted to do it. It's a free program delivered daily to your inbox. Now go and check, check out Dr. Celeste Hamilton. All of the resources are in the show notes. We'll see you soon.